I V M. All right, welcome to another episode of IBM Likes. I'm Sharanya, and today I'm in the studio with uh, producer Naveen and producer Abbas. Hello, producers. <laughs> Hello, producer Sharanya. <laughs> and like how we have like first names. titles, yeah. the titles, like, yeah. like sirs, commander. Yeah. <laughs> you guys know Beyonce's kids, the two twins that were born now. One of them is named Rumi, and the and the boy is named Sir Carter. So a title in the name. <laughs> that's that's lavish. Screw I mean, knighthood. I'm <laughs> knighting my own child. <laughs> I mean, come on, that's more important. They are base yeah. kids, bro. Yeah, Queen Bey. Come Bae. on, Queen Bey. They're they're they're, they're, they're they're like yeah. princess yeah. knights. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so today we're going to do a round of recommendations. As always, we've got a TV show, a movie, and a podcast. And then in our second segment, we're going to talk about um, spoilers, spoiler sensitivity, and yes. uh, and consideration of spoilers, etc. Yes, it's uh, Game of Thrones season. Yeah, yeah. Of it's course. also flu season, which I have got right now. Okay, let's start our recommendations with uh, Naveen. Alright, cool. So one of my favorite female comics in the world is Paula Poundstone. Uh, she's just like too cool. She's she's asexual. She talks about a lot of stuff. And the thing about her comedy is that she can just interact with crowds for like hours and hours and then just be funny. Mm. So and she's also been a lot of uh, podcasts like uh, Wait Wait Don't Tell Me, uh, which is like a comedy panel yeah, show. Yeah, comedy panel. So basically, Paula Poundstone and Adam Felber, who are on the on the comic panel, uh, they started their own podcast now called Life from the Poundstone Institute, which is uh, basically Paula Poundstone. Trying to uh, research more into absurd statistics and like you know try to find out if there's truth behind certain behavior and everything. Okay. And because both these guys know each other so well, they're so right. funny. They play off each other, and there's an entire crowd. So there's only been two episodes so far. But knowing how these episodes have been going, like the first one and the second one are entirely different. Like even format-wise, they're just experimenting. They're doing random quizzes, and like you know, it starts off with one random trivia. For example, in the first one, Adam goes fifteen fifteen percent people in the world think that software is actually soft clothes. <laughs> and then they refund that for like half an hour. You know, something like you know, uh, like again, one more episode was like you know, the second episode is like you know, hurricanes name after men kill less people than hurricanes name okay. after women. Right. <laughs> and then <laughs> and and Paul is like you wouldn't believe the dick on that one. It's like <laughs> so I think uh, as as a perspective of you know as a, as a podcast as a podcast producer and a podcast in general like you get to learn a lot from this woman because she's so candid and she does right. again crowd interaction mm. live she's just like trying to uh, oh, so the podcast is live with with an audience yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. that's what it's called live from the podcast oh, right, I, I thought it was just a word play on her name no no so all the all the four parts and everything are there in the in the recording so okay. just like <laughs> because in one one uh, thing they take survey from the crowd who are mm. there in the, in the mm. studio and then they like cumulatively try to make something out of it like you okay. know it's like uh, jeopardy but Right. Mm. Behind the scenes, so uh, some uh, staff member forgot to collect the uh, the answer sheets from some other. <laughs> so she's screaming at them <laughs> during the recording, and that that is what it is for me. Like, yeah. you know, so just like you, you can you kind of have the feeling of being there with her, yeah. okay. and also like this just random absurd. Like in the first episode, Dick Cavett is there, mm. and she's talking to him over the phone, and just like they're riffing on each other. It's just it's too much fun. Nice. And how long is each episode? It's thirty thirty five minutes long. Okay. So like Not super unstructured, just whatever goes, kind of. Yeah, but, but they're funny enough. But, so but they have the theme set, yeah. right? They, right? They do come with their research okay. and everything. Okay. Mm-hmm. But that is just like the backbone of it. The funny part of it is like they Correct. really yeah. get the A game on. And sounds like IBM likes guys. <laughs> <laughs> Which NPR also have, by the way, they have pop culture happy hour. Yeah, they do. No, but pop culture happy hour is very structured. Though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which means IVM is not. Or let's not comment let's, on that. Let's move on. 
टाइलर what the documentary is when batman was created as a character back in 1940 the credit for the creation of it and if you've seen a batman movie or a tv show or a cartoon you'll always see in the credits batman created by bob kane hmm. okay hmm. so he's the one guy who gets credit for creating batman hmm. but what a lot of people don't know is the two people created batman the other artist was called bill finger but bill finger never got credit for creating uh, batman hmm. so this is the director's uh, attempt to get that credit to him because he thinks he, he believes bill finger actually uh, deserves that so what happens in the movie is that it's structured in three distinct parts the first is uh, uh, mark tyler kind of takes us through the time of how the comic book industry worked in the 1940s and he actually exposes a lot of artists just hmm. went away unknown hmm. a lot of they pretty much drew characters from morning to evening they drew pages and you don't find the names of those artists anywhere so the first part kind of deals with that the second part is when mark tyler sets out to find if there is any remaining family of bell fingers still alive mm. so they can claim that mm. there is a they deserve all the some of the royalties not some of the, all of the royalties and name and fame and in, this is the my most interesting part of the documentary and i wouldn't like to give much away but it almost starts to resemble a thriller at mm. this point because when he goes to uh, trace the family tree he comes across some very interesting things uh, of so, certain family members did some thing which Ooh. resulted in something else and so Ooh. on and so forth uh, <laughs> and so that's a very and in this point uh, mark tyler himself kind of starts comparing himself to batman because he's starting doing detective work now <laughs> yeah i was going to say that only yeah, yeah so and the tone of the film also kind of starts resembling mm. that and then the final bit is uh, the legal battle mm. that ensued uh, through Mark Tyler's yeah. works with Warner Brothers who now hold the rights to all the uh, DC characters it helps that this film was shot uh, when Batman v Superman was about to come out because he thought because the movie is about to come out he could actually take advantage of hmm. that situation and bring this yeah. uh, issue to the forefront so a lot of uh, very well known names from the hollywood and comic book industry give their opinion uh, there's kevin smith who's interviewed there's a very famous artist called carmine infantino who is interviewed uh, so it's a very wholesome look at how the comic book industry used to work and now how it does work and it's his uh, attempt to make sure that the artists who made these characters get the credit that they deserve why did they not get credit because so uh, what what did the guy who credited bob what bob, did he contribute to batman then uh just the idea oh, okay. that there is this uh character who is the concept is the his, concept i mean the the, there are not the actual drawing mm. there are sketches that bob kane made which are ridiculous mm. where he uh, imagined batman as someone who wears red and actually has plastic feathers on the back mm. so uh, bob when whenever the film deals with bob kane they mm. try their best to be respectful towards him but he comes across as someone who was pretty much a very uh, a douchebag a douchebag i was going to say an asshole but i guess <laughs> <laughs> so he is someone who shoved uh, the 
people who worked under him aside and took credit for mm-hmm. most of the things but then before dying bob kane actually confessed this that uh, i wasn't the only one it was actually bill finger also what's the point of confessing exactly, when you're dying when you're dying so the film tries to question that uh, so yeah i mean there have been a lot of cases where artists do not get credit for that but it's a feel good movie that you fight for something and uh, get credit to the people who, who actually deserve it, deserve it wow. then you will eventually reach that point so batman and mm-hmm. bill is a documentary check it out fascinating wow that's very interesting about thanks man okay i'm going to recommend uh, a tv show it's a romcom i want to recommend called younger i okay. love romcoms in television because you get to live it out hmm. long format love triangles are uh, my favorite <laughs> um and i also really like uh, because it's television romcoms get to then in the in the with the back plot of love and love stories or whatever also get to address bigger issues okay um like for example like jane the virgin does an incredible job explaining immigration okay. in the middle of a very complicated love story right uh, and that's what like movies don't get to do that most of the time mm. uh, so the show i want to recommend is called younger it's basically you're following this lady called liza who's 40 years old she's a stay at home mom uh, and now suddenly she finds herself divorced her daughter is like studying in india and she has no job So when she tries to go back into her old job which she had before she got married which is in publishing she's too old to work there anymore because she has right. no experience mm. and she's just too old. Mm. So um at, at a point of desperation she just lies about her age she's actually 26 years old and gets a job of personal assistant at a publishing house. Okay. And obviously there's a lot of humor to mine from you know a 40 year old pretending to be 26 yeah. because uh, you know she looks up memes in the dictionary so she googles how to set up twitter right. or like uh, you know she calls it a tattoo parlor <laughs> uh, stuff like that uh, but of course this is um, a tv show so right. she ends up she at a bar and she ends up meeting this hot 26 year old guy she obviously lies about her age and then ends up falling in love with him um, she is 40 he is 26 and then she also has to keep up with all her work friends who are all young people who you know live the young people life her best friends uh, include actors hilary duff in the show and mm. things like that oh, okay. really young kids uh, young uh, millennials mm. you know so they uh, go out drinking all the time and she has to like keep up with that and try to understand their life etc the love triangle comes in because um, the boss at the publishing house is a 40 year old mm. um, who obviously she connects with because she is also 40 years yeah. old uh, and obviously he thinks she's 26 it's one of those guys mm. um, but it's a really like it's a really funny show because it really tries to talk about ageism in a in a big way because Every time she goes to um, a meeting, like the way she is portrayed as a 26-year-old or perceived as a 26-year-old, it uh, really brings, like, it really clashes in her mind because of who she is. Um, very interestingly done. Some really ridiculous shit happens on the show. Obviously, uh, it's a sitcom format. It's created by the guy by Darren Star who made Sex and the City. So it oh, has that yeah. kind of like fabulous young mm, women mm. trying to have it all in life. <laughs> um, but it's such a great binge show because. Okay. uh again 20 minute episodes very good looking people oh my god uh i don't know how they find these people uh the lead character liza is played by sutton foster who was in bunheads and gilmore girls who is 40 and can pull off looking 26 year old so it doesn't feel really like insane obviously yeah, that's what i was going to ask like do they make her up a lot no she's a da- she in real life sutton foster yeah. is a broadway dancer she's a ballet dancer yeah. so she looks very young and she does pull it off uh but the people they are putting against her as other 26 year old also hilary duff who is not actually not 26 <laughs> yeah. so it balances itself like it balances out uh, but just the idea of uh, how millennials work and how she's trying to adjust to this uh, when in the beginning she thinks millennials are just about this you know drinking and being on the internet 
and then realizing that their lives are very different from what we had because yeah. of the problems they face are very different from what we did and we got to make the choice of living at home with my husband etc yeah. mm-hmm. um great binge watch show if you if there are three seasons out already uh, i'm so invested in this because a lot of the times uh, what's great about it is that they really put the uh, the friendships over mm-hmm. the relationships okay. which uh, girls love guys <laughs> it's on netflix is the show <laughs> no it's not on netflix it's on a um, it's on a network called tv land okay. i find okay. them somewhere from online right <laughs> <laughs> um but if you have literally not, like if you have if you just want a feel good fun show mm. younger is really really entertaining you know will it make you feel sad for growing old no no absolutely okay. not it make you feel like uh, like as a millennial yes <laughs> uh, it makes me feel like uh, yeah man life is fine it's all right cool. let's it's, it's okay to have fun and it's fine not there's no reason to take anything too seriously as you should not this tv show but it's such a fun show uh, right. and great to watch if you have if you don't want to think too much right. and you just want to look at pretty people falling in love <laughs> and doing comedic shit like you know yeah. where they trip and then they don't know what memes are and stuff it's funny it's fun okay. <laughs> the show is called younger <laughs> Uh, and it is Abbas is the exact opposite of. Yeah, me. I was just thinking of that. It's a good thing this is not a visual medium, so people can only hear my voice. <laughs> Abbas is a 28 year old who looks. May, I should have audi- I should have auditioned for that boss role, who's like old but. But they only the good looking people Abbas. What is wrong with you? Yeah, oh my god, genuinely good looking people. I will show you. I follow Okay, all I get it. <laughs> I follow all of them on Instagram. I'm I'm like uh, low key obsessed. <laughs> Right. Starting Bali Abbas, you get the. That was really entertaining, guys. So late, uh, good recommendations. Uh, Navi recommended the podcast. Life from the Poundstone Institute. And Abbas recommended the documentary called Batman and Bill. And I'm recommending a TV show called Younger. All right, let's take a break and then come back to our uh, spoiler-heavy sh- slash spoiler-free <coughs> segment hmm. where we discuss spoilers. All right, welcome back. So before we start uh, the segment, uh, disclaimer that during this argument we might spoil some things. So look at the episode description and like know what we're spoiling so yeah. you don't hate us. Um, so we're discussing uh, spoilers today because Game of Thrones is just out, which is one of the uh, I think peak times I've seen people going stop with the spoilers or yeah. no spoilers, guys, or people just posting spoilers because you know yeah. it's okay too. Um, I I'm a little bit on the fence about this discussion. um because i do understand that people want to talk about things they watch i mean this that's what twitter is for you go to it to discuss your favorite tv shows and your favorite movies um are you allowed to be super sensitive about this cuz you know that right what do you guys feel about uh, like do you avoid spoilers or do you avoid tweeting spoilers in the wake of stuff like big episode reveals yeah so i've i used to obviously like tweet out spoilers when i was young <laughs> <laughs> But I I grew up and now now the thing I do is I watch it before everybody else. So even if somebody spoils it, otherwise oh. I don't get affected by it. But I don't spoil it for others as well. Mm. So I so you I'm, have to be on top of it. Like you have to like there is that FOMO. You have to watch yeah, it. Yeah yeah yeah. I have to like for example I remember when Breaking Bad ka final episode mm. was out. I actually remember putting out on a Facebook status. You know if if anybody puts out anything about the episode, I'll find you and murder you. Like, you know, <laughs> I was that sure about it. So I I feel like that. You know because some people are dick- dickheads. I have this very good friend of mine called Nigel. Nigel, <laughs> who just bought cast for personal problems. 
If somebody's boil breaking bad for you. Yeah. And the assumption is that you should have known. Yeah. Is that I would be pissed. I mean, yeah. see spoiling things in general is a dick thing to do. Do not do it. <laughs> so time sensitivity wise, there's really no decision making on this because I'm not going to watch every movie that's out every week or like I'm not going to watch every TV show. People do not have the time. There's so many things. Yeah. 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 How do you decide? Like can you spoil Breaking Bad anymore? It's been 5 6 years at least. Exactly. So that's what I was giving you my yeah. sort of time window. You think it's a week? Uh, a week a, is good. Like if a film has been out of for a week, you had 7 so days. That if you haven't seen the movie or yeah, and, and I t- tell you this spoiler, yeah, I'm it, allowed to. And it came out a week ago. I'm like, yeah, sure enough. It's my fault that I didn't get mm. take time out to see mm. something. Oh know? my god. Yeah. Abbas. Yes. That is a weird first. Don't start thingy. spoiling things for me like right away. I, I, no, no, I get it. <laughs> Now like, we're threshold, right? But cool. is it isn't it easier in my opinion? You know, Twitter is the place where people go to. People live tweet. Uh, movies now yeah, or live yeah. t- tweet things like Buzzfeed has like after the Game of Thrones episode is aired one hour after that like, 41 reactions I had while watching the episode okay <laughs> so, no, 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 so no, for that one second should you if you do not want spoilers as somebody yeah, who yeah, does yeah, not yeah. want it should yeah. you not avoid them yeah I have a I have a point to yeah. that uh, as long as articles or status updates or tweets or whatever announce right up front spoiler alert if mm. you are if you haven't seen this we're going to talk about this so we give you some time to stop reading stop watching stop listening right now I am okay okay th- as I far as staying away I remember th- th- I have to share this with you when Star Wars episode 7 came out it was such a big deal nobody knew what was going to happen everything was kept under wraps I actually downloaded an app that nerds and oh. all that app downloading and everything i don't have a control over scrolling down my twitter yeah. feed yeah. so if you have to control yourself you have to completely be zen But, about it okay then that brings me to my next point 
does it ruin your experience of watching this uh, of watching if you know Hansa was going to die is it like okay now there's no point in watching this anymore it doesn't right to some extent yeah. so now I know he dies but I want to know why he, how he dies correct but it does kill your element of surprise and yes, that's it does. bad yeah, for example, now when when the Hodor episode came out, right? Mm. Like everybody just hashtag hold the door and Hodor. Yeah, yeah. like no Hodor, so, sad smiley. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so obvious at this point that this character is dead, right? Like yeah. the spoiler usually yeah. comes with the fact that you know this character is dead. Yeah, and like something like Lost, where the twist ending is what people were like yeah. tweeting about. Uh, but but like you have to avoid that, man. You can't just hashtag the person's name who's dead. You can't yeah. do that. I do I do understand it because sometimes. As somebody who like who wants to express this, like you see something and you're like, oh my god, I need to talk to somebody about this in the world. I understand. So the, find that niche of people. <laughs> <laughs> like in my in my early office, I would take a pen drive, I would download the episode and go to the office and give it to other people. And I'm like, now watch, <laughs> let's discuss. Yeah. You know, make, so I, yeah. Make a GOT WhatsApp group and discuss <laughs> there. Don't be on the office WhatsApp group. Hey guys, this or guy. Or on Twitter. I'm saying on Twitter and Facebook where it's unavoidable. Like you. Yeah. You can't do anything. So then the best thing and I people can think are putting Instagram stories now. That's the worst part. Yeah. Instagram stories while they're watching and like made made major death scene. For example, from this episode, if Arya does think, something, you think honestly that the the answer to this is to just it's fine if you see a spoiler. It's not going to impact your enjoyment of the episode or the show. No, it is. It I, mean, I think I think there so should be consideration in general for everybody. How part. much is consideration is the problem because a lot of people still get uh, iffy if you say tell them spoilers about maybe Lost or maybe uh, even Star Wars. How many years old is Star Wars at this point? You More know what than I mean? Forty exactly. And then, <laughs> exactly, and then the reason they become memes and they become those lines yeah, become yeah, infamous yeah, yeah, yeah. Are because you are allowed to say them. If you mm. don't say, Luke, you're my father anymore. Mm. If you're not allowed to say that, he's not. Don't. He's the father. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm your> father. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> you spoiled something else now. <laughs> Some alternate <laughs> version, which I don't know about. Sorry. You know what I mean? Director's cut came to her. But you know what I mean? Like, those are iconic lines. You cannot take them out anymore. And you cannot... If we told you that you are not allowed to say them anymore because it's a spoiler to some people, that would piss you off, Yeah, right? so that's why I'm saying one week. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, spoil. two weeks of, like, any any movie or TV show. But there's a lot of stuff to watch, you guys. I know, but then you have to get with the times, I guess. Because, see, if something that's trending, right? Hmm. That's the only show people will talk about. Like I don't remember any spoiler from Mad Men. Nothing happens in yeah, Mad Men. Exactly. So like for for shows like these that are you know like I'm talking about Game of Thrones. Or yeah, yeah. The ones that have plot twists plot that twist, are big yeah. and important. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and they leave on cliffhangers. Then yeah. we know. Uh, I remember like I there's sadistic pleasure in that when when you have watched something and, and you get to ruin. For example, I was I was uh, it was Monday open mic at Hive, and uh, I went up on stage. I was trying a new bit about like how I'm not a nice person, I'm an asshole. I look like a cute person, but I'm a, I'm a very bad person. To justify my point, I I told them what happened in the morning episode of Game of Thrones and the whole audience hated me so much. But I'm like point made. <laughs> but, but yeah, that I remember it was Shirin Baratian's death. <laughs> that I point for them. And they were all like, oh my god. And some girl tweet, angry tweeted me as well. I remember, how could you do that? She was crying at the, at the comedy show because I did that. But then did you feel good about that? Yeah. Actually, I don't know. I started to say there's a sadistic pleasure in that, but uh, you should not. You should, I realized after that I should not do that in general, so I stopped doing that. Okay, fair enough. I get, I get that. Like, 
it's unavoidable spoilers because if you work uh, if your job is like social media or something and you cannot avoid facebook and twitter yeah i think you just have to like build a thick skin because you yeah. honestly i know that i will never be able to watch everything uh, in the in the one week time span i have to watch everything so i'm just going to have to live with it and i think it's okay i think people cry too much about spoilers sometimes yeah but then are we being are we letting the people who spoil stuff off the hook in that case No, I mean, see, with Game of Thrones, for example, um, I do, I do recognize that the book spo- book readers didn't spoil it for you when the TV show came out, which I yeah, appreciate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because book readers are nicer than yeah. TV show readers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, not that all of them were not smug sat, about they it. They sat on that for like years and yeah, not. Yeah, not that they were not smug about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, there was a you wait till this happens. <laughs> yeah. I get yeah, that. Like you know, don't know Lady Stoneheart, man. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> Yeah, but I uh, but I think because the way TV is consumed now, right? Even like you can't there's television and movies, uh, which are things that everybody must tune in at an hour yeah, and watch. Yeah, I get that it's very difficult to stay away. Even like people, some people don't want to know the score of a match or something. Yeah, That's I was live. just gonna say that. That's impossible. <laughs> people tape matches and ask people not to tell them the results. Yeah. Now impossible. Game of Thrones is becoming like that. Yeah. Like, my I, my asshole ex boyfriend uh, ruined ruined Orange is the New you Black. Are, you are you are doing this, this episode to settle old scores. Yeah. <laughs> Because this was this, this was his way of getting back at me at any point in time, like just damn. Because, yeah, so to, to spoil stuff to spoil for you. Stuff wow, for you. that is some power you yeah, have. That is, yeah, that is, yeah, he, that he is bad. Yeah, he ruined many of the. And then one, of, I remember spoiler warning: Pusey Washington dies yeah. in Orange Is the New Black season four. Yeah. Huh. And I was like, I, I was like, oh, he's joking. It won't actually happen. And then she actually died. <laughs> she does die. It's very yeah. Uh, yeah, it's very, it's a very heartfelt episode. And then there's a tribute episode after that. Yeah. The season finale is when yeah. they right. pay off a tribute. Yeah. And it hit me even then. Like you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Not known this information, I would have still felt bad. Yeah. But he shouldn't have done that. Yeah. That's why I broke up with him. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys That's remember true. really old school spoilers like when we were in school and stuff? I remember when the movie Gupt came out. Yeah. And people SMS each other. Yeah, people yeah. who had phones got SMS saying Kajol is the killer. Kajol is the killer. Spoiler for Gupt guys. From uh, I don't know ninety something. Some critics will also. end up using an image that is almost a spoiler yeah yeah so. that uh, that really makes me angry uh, either they'll imply it mm. with the image oh, you wouldn't believe this character died and then they have the picture uh, of the yeah, character well, then you're giving a machine like for, no not the machine have the machine No, no, no. Sorry, Interstellar. Huh. Some guy did for Interstellar where we did not know. Like, uh, spoiler alert, <laughs> Matt uh, Damon is there yeah. in the movie, and we, yeah. nobody knew it until yeah. like. Ah, correct. And then they used in the review, which is like the day old review. Yeah. A photo of Matt Damon, Damon costume. Yeah, that's. And I'm that, like, oh my god. Movie reviews, though. If you read movie reviews before going to see the movie, hmm. are they not supposed to mention spoilers? No, How do you analyze? No, they, they have an embargo. They have. They, have they, to, they shouldn't. If if the critic chooses to again, he has to put a warning up top. No, I get that. But like, uh, with. television recappers and right. movie reviewers hmm. they should be allowed to analyze something in detail without worrying not, not about not post is okay post i think everybody because i used to write for movies uh, but post is post is what i mean like after the uh, movie yeah, is yeah, out yeah, on friday and saturday sunday that's fine spoiler spoiler special is done after the release date yeah because see everybody does that like even as soon as like the game of thrones episode gets over within half an hour yeah. forbes and av club have like they their reviews have put out, out. Their 
So, Vidhu Vinod Chopra made this film which was basically like a Indianized version of an Agatha Christie book. Huh. And um, so, there's a movie called Khamosh uh, in the late 80s, I think. And I was watching this movie with my dad, okay? And, because he made me watch it. He's like, it's a film, come and see. And it's a whodunit. Huh. And uh, uh, in the end, uh, it's a twist. Who actually does the deed? So I asked my dad and I saw it like in the 2002 2003 something by when cell phones had come so I asked my dad I'm like dad back then there were no cell phones there was nothing how did people spoil it and my dad told me wo na theater ke bathroom mein koi aine pe likh ke chala jata tha <laughs> it's either nine or stand-up show. Just, yeah. <laughs> the spectrum is very wide. All right, that was uh, pretty interesting, guys. I honestly, I'm just going to uh, live with the spoilers at this point. <laughs> yeah, I don't think even anything like really affects us so much. It's only when we get invested as much as we do. Right now, I think Game of Thrones is the only big show that really. I also like. think sometimes with Game of Thrones type stuff, nothing will surprise me anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who is, else is going to die to make me cry <laughs> after, anymore? Yeah, Everybody after, dies after anyway. After the wedding, I basically gave up. <laughs> yeah, like, like no oh, hope only. Yeah. What is the point of holding on to any character? <laughs> Got to kill them all. Every time I feel like even a little bit of like uh, compassion to a character, yeah, I'm like. पॉडकास्ट Uh, make sure you check the disclaimer before you listen to this episode because we spoiled a whole bunch of stuff, guys. Hey, by the way, fun fact: like, did you all know like the thing on the cars where they have like at the back are called spoilers as well, like those no, things like you know those racing car kind of cars. Yeah, that have a raise up thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like there's a dif- there's a distance between the hood and the and the thing. So if someone's standing behind and the car is like spoiler alert, you're gonna and get. And it's like you're yeah, running to him. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bye.